Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. As a leader... Sometimes the fear of failure grips us so tightly that we get stuck in these patterns and we can't move forward. But did you know that there are other fears that hold us back and there doesn't really seem to be any logic to it? Like there's the fear of failure, but there's also the fear of success. There's the fear of lost love, but there's also the fear of admiration or commitment. There is the fear of dependency and also the fear of autonomy. So in today's episode, you're going to learn about the smartness of fear and a better way to overcome it. Let's say we're going to outsmart fear. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, parents, and mentors like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jen Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make and have fun doing it. Your personality is your business, so... Let's get down to business. A few weeks ago, I posted a deep thought on Instagram that's a quote that came from Krista Hanna's book, The Four Wins. This was a part of my Get to Your Core series on Instagram if you follow me there. Go ahead and click over there now and hit that follow link and and you'll see the entire series. And I recommend all of her books, by the way. They're not just entertaining, but they're also very enlightening. 
But let me tell you what the circumstances were here. I was listening to this on an audiobook. I'm sitting in a chair and I'm working on a knitting project that is a project that I had started years ago and I happened to find it while I was cleaning up a room and decided to finish it. It was really pretty and I decided to finish it and I had all the supplies. So I sat down in my chair, turned on a good audiobook and started knitting. And this was the book I was listening to. And one of the characters, Jack, he confronts the protagonist. Her name is Elsa. And this is what he tells her. He says, fear is smart until you realize you're afraid of the wrong thing. I immediately dropped my knitting needles and I grabbed my phone. And you know that little go back 10 second button? I'm sitting there tapping it. And so I do that so I could listen to it again. And I wasn't struck by the obvious part of that quote. You know, the you realize you're afraid of the wrong thing. Not that part. Because I'm willing to bet that every life-changing, aha, light bulb moment that you've ever had in your life has begun with that realization, right? But it was how he led into that. He began with saying fear is smart. First of all, I want to give kudos to Jack for acknowledging Elsa's fear. This is how we know he's a keeper. He is speaking her acknowledgement language. But we have been trained in society to kind of shun fear or to hide from it, hide from your anxiety, deny it. And I've circled back to this Instagram post because of another quote that I came across by Seth Godin. He says, being aware of your fear is smart. Overcoming it is the mark of a successful person. Now, if you remember a few episodes back of the podcast, I was talking about how excited I was. I was about to go on a birthday trip with my family, and the weather kind of had other plans. The campground that we were going to stay at, it had flooded. There was some flash flooding that was going around, and there was no signs of the rain stopping. And we couldn't make alternative plans because Every direction that we could drive, according to the radar, we were still going to be covered in rain. So I had to concede to the fact that we were not going anywhere. And my excitement about being in nature for a whole weekend with my family, breathing in fresh air without masks, all of that was just crushed. And I'm sitting there in the kitchen and I'm staring at the pile of camping gear and the bags of food and the duffel bags that my kids had packed before they left for school because all we were going to do was pick them up and go straight to the campground. I'm looking at it thinking all dressed up and nowhere to go. And that's when it hit me. This feeling of being trapped that all of our options have been exhausted feeling. And that's the feeling that that the type sevens of the Enneagram, it makes them go a little manic to, to just kind of frantic to find something to do, anything that, that will fix this feeling. It's hard to describe, but there's this feeling that it's like it jumps between your heart racing and the pit of your stomach wanting to implode. And it jumps back and forth like a hundred miles a minute. And The only thing that can match it is my racing thoughts. And so I'm just a churning factory of anxiety. But because I have learned to recognize the changes in my body and look at the circumstances that 
are usually the ones that create those physical sensations in me. I knew that I was going into stress mode. For me as a seven, that looks like sadness. And because we don't like to be sad, that quickly jumps to anger for me because that's a much more comfortable emotion to me than sadness. And I started noticing my inner dialogue. It was saying stuff like, well, I should have done the planning. I would have checked the weather. I would have had backup plans just in case. I would, I mean, all these Things were just going through my mind. Very unproductive thoughts, I might add. (laughs) But if I had allowed that default response to manifest into my actions, I would have been, that would have been my type 7 going to unhealthy type 1 behaviors. Wanting to be critical um, to the people involved. Pointing out mistakes. Hurting feelings. Breaking relationships all along the way because I'm having a dramatic outburst. But That would only prolong my sadness, right? In the long run, this was their birthday gift to me. Why wasn't I just grateful? No one could control the circumstances. I needed to just let it go. Now, to that same point, I am absolutely fascinated that my personality patterns are so dang predictable. Now, does that make me feel bad? Well, no. Well, maybe for a split second, it might. Before I realize the, hold up, I do have a choice here. I have a choice to be hard on myself about these default stress reactions that I don't have any control over. These are, these are default stress reactions to my fears. I can be hard on myself or I could be grateful for them. Grateful for them giving me a red flag. Yes, Fear is smart. It knows how to protect you in a fight. It knows how to teach you to use a pot holder before you grab that cast iron skillet. It, it teaches you how to save money for college or retirement. At least gives you the motivation for that. And even motivate you to do mundane things like brush your teeth every day because you don't want your teeth to fall out. It, it motivates you to tie your shoes so that you don't trip or to feed your dog so your dog stays healthy. Then there are times when you realize that you're afraid of the wrong thing. Now, Seth Godin says, being aware of your fear is smart. Overcoming it is the mark of a successful person. And I want to mash these two quotes up and say, fear is smart. Being aware of your fear is smarter. And instead of overcoming fear is the mark of a successful person, Because, well, if you realize you're afraid of the wrong thing, how can you successfully overcome it? So instead, I want to say recognizing fear and choosing the healthy response is the mark of a successful person. And I've learned to do that by following my Enneagram's type's growth path. Because you see, that weekend that I was knitting and listening to the audiobook, that's started this whole thing with that one line in the book was the very weekend that I was supposed to have been pitching a tent, eating s'mores by the campfire, skipping rocks on the river, and singing happy birthday to me under the stars. And I didn't get to do that. But my type 7 growth path tells me to be still, to observe, to learn, and be enlightened. And that's when I chose 
to grab a project of knitting that I love to do, to listen to an audiobook that I love to get lost in, and sit still in a chair. Now, your growth path might be different for your type, and it might tell you to do something different. But when you understand yourself and how you are wired at your core, it becomes crystal clear what it is that you really fear. I wasn't afraid of missing out. I was afraid of being sad. I was afraid of being bored. This is the value of knowing my Enneagram type. It helps me trace my surface fears back to my core motivations. Those are the ones that I can overcome. The result? I spent the following weeks after that feeling more in tune to myself. And if I, if I may brag, I had one of my highest profiting months of the year for one of my income streams. And I sold out the rest of the seats for the beta program that I started teaching this month for educators and coaches. Um, they're wanting to learn how to unbox their personality with the Enneagram and how to align the UBU principles to their businesses. And I truly believe that because I was so in tune to myself and aligned with my core, I was able to attract and recognize the people that are a good fit for what I offer. And you can do that too. Instead of working on projects that don't bring you joy or changing up what you're offering to fit the people that you believe are your ideal clients, just flip that. What actually fits you and your personality? Because when you can do that, the fear doesn't have as much power over you. And this is exactly what I remind you every week. When you unbox yourself, then you unleash your power. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.